Get moving with the Planet Fitness Black Card for $1 down, $22.99 a month, and check out all the perks. Like access to over 2,000 locations. Bring a guest anytime. Plus massage chairs and so much more. With tons of space in our super clean clubs. Your fitness is essential. Get all the perks of the PF Black Card for $1 down and $22.99 a month. Commitment may apply. See club for details. And let's dial up our guy who's always crazy. And I can't wait to hear his thoughts. Because, But here's what I'll tell you about Tony. When you think Jigsaw is going to go right, he goes left. Okay? That's all I'm going to say. And on that note, Tony Jigsaw Cotillo joining us here on a Tuesday. Good afternoon, Jigsaw. Hope you had a lovely weekend, sir. Oh, I'll tell you what. It was glorious in the rain. And and I'm going to tell you why it rained. And it was so horrible. Because I think me and Sean Brace absolutely agreed for probably the first time (laughs) in like two years. Okay? So I am going to go left. Well, we're talking about the Sixers. You, right. got, you got that right. Good, good, good. I like that. And, and and Tony, that's just, you know, look, I opened up the show. People know where I stand. And it's basically what I was saying after game one. I, I'm i with you. I wish we had Magic Johnson, a guy that could pull up and shoot the three and, and have the assist and dunk and, and just be that great go-to number one overall stud. That, But that's not Ben Simmons. And, and, and at the end of the day... They weren't winning the game without Joel Embiid. Whether we want to argue about that, that's fine. It doesn't matter. To me, they weren't winning that game without Joel Embiid, and that's all that comes down to it. But people heard me rant and rave for the last 30 minutes. To you, Jigsaw, open-ended, what is your thoughts on the state of the 76ers? I'll tell you, man. I, I feel the same damn way. Seriously. I I mean, listen. You know, Joel Embiid is the reason why he's in the MVP conversation is because we are going to win or die with Joel Embiid. That's exactly what we're going to do. So when he went out of the game, the entire offense was, was shifted. Nobody knew what to do. There was, there was nobody in the middle, right? Let, let's just talk about the defensive part mm-hmm. of, of this game where nobody could cover it. I mean, come on, with Robin Lopez shooting up like sacks of potatoes going in. I mean, what, Daniel Gafford, six to seven blocks. That's not going to happen. Last night was the perfect storm. You had Ben Simmons get in foul trouble. You had Joel Embiid get hurt. You had Matisse Thibault get hurt. Like, everything that you needed to happen that couldn't happen for the Sixers happened. It's one game. It's one game. And I don't care if Ben Simmons shot 25% for the free throw line. It doesn't matter. It shouldn't have come down to Ben Simmons shoot free throws. Let's talk about this. How about Tobias Harris, mm-hmm. your other max player? getting? He got blocked twice by Ish Smith. <laughs> Ish Smith, I, I don't even know if I could get blocked by Ish Smith. Okay, and I'm a short little fat guy. All right, give me a break. I mean, Tobias Harris, come on. You were scared by, by Raul Neto and Ish Smith. Why don't we talk about that? But, Sean, last thing I will say, Brooklyn still scares me. Oh, yeah. When I watch in this team, flip the switch like we both talked about, that it can happen. Oh, they don't know how to play together. There's not enough balls in Brooklyn. Well, guess what? They're proving everybody wrong right now. So that's what I'm more concerned about because there's no damn way that we're going to lose this series. Nope. And guess what? And even if Joel Embiid doesn't play in that next round, I know I, I, I've i said, hey, they probably could they could lose it. Still, I think that I would take them over to Hawks. I, I would. Um, but it, oh, yeah. it, it's never oh, been. Sure. But that's the, the, the craziness, Tony. And you and I have talked every Tuesday since the beginning of this radio station for 19 months now, okay? Including at the start of this NBA season until right now. It has never been 
about a series versus the Washington Wizards. It was never about the second series versus the Atlanta Hawks or the New York Knicks. No, it was about getting to that Eastern Conference Finals and facing up with with a team like the, the Brooklyn Nets or the Milwaukee Bucks and then seeing what happens there. That's what it's always been about. And for the majority of the Vegas odds makers and people out there that cover the league, they have told us from the beginning that, no, the 76ers are not good enough to beat the Brooklyn Nets in a seven-game series. I don't generally agree with that because I think the Milwaukee Bucks are going to knock them off. Um, but I, it's hard to argue because you see what type of talent they have, the skills, the scoring, all of that. Uh, and, and as you said, the flipping of the switch, it's ridiculous to see Brooklyn and what they're doing right now. But that's what happens when you put up three guys, the caliber of players that they have with Kyrie, Harden, and, Jay, and Kevin Durant. It's tough, man. You still with me, Tone? Um, you're breaking up a little bit. Wait, hold on. Okay, you hear me now? A little bit better. better. Yeah, but still, it, like I said, yeah, yes. Yeah. We're gonna, hear me now? I can hear you now. It's never been about beating the 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 first series or the second series. It's about beating the the Brooklyn Nets and the and the uh, 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 the the Milwaukee Bucks. That's what it comes down to. Well, you're in and out. Hang on one second, Tom. Let me see if we can clear this lineup. I'm going to put you on hold, get you right back up. Let's see if we can clear that up just a second. But uh, like I said, the issue is with when it comes to the 76ers, it's, you know, get this victory, figure out a way to, to win this, these next, this next game without Joel Embiid or not. Even if he's in there, who cares? It's the Wizards, and then move on to the next one. All right, let's see. Let's uh, try you again. Tony, with me. Man, I got to get a new cell phone. There you go. Right. All right. On, man. Beautiful. Okay, so let's get down to it then. Um, I haven't heard anything as far as Joel Embiid is concerned. Uh, I'm a little nervous right now. Not going to lie to you. Definitely a little nervous because I feel like an MRI could happen last night. Could have happened today, early this morning, and I feel like we should have heard something by now. The silence is definitely starting to get to me. Your thoughts on where we're at, though? Uh, another another agreement between me and you. I I was expecting to hear some earlier. MRI, as a youth sports coach, I've dealt with many of MRIs. They do not take long. And unfortunately, when they take this long, it means maybe they saw something and they want another opinion. Maybe they have to look a little deeper. So I'm a little concerned that we haven't heard anything yet about our MVP because we win, we win nothing and go nowhere without Joel. I think we both agree with that. And listen, my, my son broke his wrist last weekend, and within two days, I had an MRI, I had x-rays, I had surgery, I had a cast. So this is a professional athlete that has a, a lot more connections than I do right now. So I completely agree. I'm a little concerned. All right. Well, to the 76ers and what Doc Rivers said after the game, uh, you know, I got it. I, I, I understand the deflecting. I, I you know bring the, bring the, bring it all on me. Bring the attention over here. Leave Ben Simmons alone. I do think there is a question inside of what Doc said, though, that I think we can debate. And that is whether or not, to me, Tony, you got to win that game. So for the people that had an issue with the way the Wizards approached it, with the hack of Simmons, whatever, it worked, it didn't work in your mind, whatever. Bottom line is, you got to do what you got to do within the rules to win the game. They did that. So Doc, his number one goal is to win the game. And now, in, in like, 
if this is backyard basketball, I don't want to pull Timmy, who's the best player in the in the neighborhood, off the court. Okay, but this isn't backyard basketball. This is a playoff game in the Washington Wizards building, game four, do or die, and you got to find a way to win the basketball game. Now, I'm not trying to fire Doc Rivers over this decision, but for him to sit there and say, you can't pull Ben Simmons off the floor at that point in time, I don't know if I agree with that. And I think that there's flows, ebbs and flows to a game, and if Maxi was out there looking good, confident from the free throw line, confident with the stroke, I don't have an issue with pulling Ben Simmons, and I don't think he should look at it like that. Didn't Shaq get pulled from time to time because of Hack-A-Shaq? Oh, 100%. I completely agree, and Understand the rule for us, for for everybody complaining, everybody understanding. Listen, there, there's a rule in the NBA that says that, Sean they started to hack a shack that or the hack a Ben two minutes and forty seven seconds left, and you could you go down to two minutes before those fouls count. So you could have pulled Ben out for forty seven seconds. That's all you need to do. Pull him out for forty seven seconds, and then it's not a spot foul, and then you put him back in. Right, that's what you do. Then you then you can put him back in. Then he has to have the ball, right? Then he has to have the ball in order to go to the line. So you know, you I think Doc missed that opportunity. And at five minutes and seventeen seconds, you you bring up a great point because Tyrese Maxey was the only reason why the Seventy Sixers, besides actually Corkmaz and those last call minutes, mm-hmm. was actually into that game, right? So I don't understand. You have to find a way. If you want to bring Ben back in, that's fine. But you have to find a way in that ebb and flow of the game to be able to keep your legitimate energy power producer, is what I'm going to call, because that's what he was in those final seven minutes. you got to keep him in the game. Yeah. And uh, Max, he finished with 15. He's had flashes. You know, he went through his, his tough rookie season where beginning of the year he looked great, and then all of a sudden Doc put him on the bottom of the depth chart. We never saw him, and then we've seen him as of late. Uh, is it a big, big spot? Maybe Doc's looking at that. Like, I don't have a, a, an issue with the way Doc approached it last night. I really don't. They lost the game. Oh, well. It's on to the next one. It's not the end of the world. But if there is a game, like we said, let's see what it is against Brooklyn or the Milwaukee Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. And if, an op- if, if a situation arises, just like we saw last night, against that team, then I think you've got to handle it different. If not, I, I question Doc's judgment on it. That's all there is to it. Yeah, I, I agree. I really do. I mean, listen, people are ready to jump off a bridge here, man. I mean, we're we're talking about game four against the Washington right. Wizards. I mean, seriously. Come on, give me a break. I mean, of all people, I'm I'm one of the most critical people of anybody, right? But I mean at the end of the day, you're you, you know what's gonna happen. You know you're gonna win this series and, and look at the positive. You get to come home on a Wednesday with a one hundred percent capacity filled Wells Fargo Center, get the clinch at home. So what did you really lose by losing in Washington? A couple days? That's what you did. At the end of the day, it, no matter what, Joel Embiid was, was going to get hurt anyway. He got hurt because they had to play that game. So you can't say, oh, well, Joel never got hurt. No, it doesn't matter. You, you lost the game. You got two days. You come back, and then you take care of business in front of your home fans. So I, I'm not concerned at all, but you're right. Let's see what Doc does against the bigger teams and the bigger moments, and hopefully it's, it's kind of a trial and error and he can get in the ebb and flow of the game. All right, let's talk about some games, though, tonight, then, from the 76ers. We'll put that to the side because they're not losing the next game against the Wizards. Come on, people. All right, now, and let's talk about to a team that has some really uh, interesting injuries, let's say that, and that's with Anthony Davis and the Lakers right now. And uh, you take a peek at that number. They're five-point dogs tonight in Phoenix. 
Um, Phoenix just went into L.A., won game four, evened up the series. LeBron, is it possible for him to put the team on the back and figure out a way to win this game without Anthony Davis? Your thoughts? I, I think he could if it wasn't the Phoenix Suns. You know, we're talking about a different team here. We're, I mean, listen, 36-year-old Chris Paul, just out there balling on the court. Like, he, he, he comes back and... You know, you think he's going to have the bum shoulder. He comes back 100%. He looks unbelievable. That team has so many pieces, you know, that you have to account for. And, you know, this isn't the LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. We all know that LeBron James and Anthony Davis have to be together for this Lakers team to succeed. You, you, you don't take, you know, Anthony Davis out and just put, you know, whether it be Montrez Harrell in or, you know, or Paul Gasol or, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. Right, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, LeBron James at thirty, what is he, Sean? 35, 30, 38, yeah. right? No, no, thirty six. I think he is thirty six. Yeah. Okay, so thirty six years old. I mean, he he can't do what he did four or five years ago. He needs that presence because everybody's going to you know gravitate towards LeBron, and there's not enough of supporting cast in Lakerland, you know, without Antonio, without Anthony Davis, in order to succeed. So now I, I think I think Phoenix. There's a reason why they're a five point favorite tonight. I, I really think that they have no issues whatsoever uh, taking care of business, and I think they win the series. Wow, Phoenix minus one sixty seven to win the series on DraftKings Sportsbook. Lakers plus one thirty. So that tells you a little something there. And again, yeah. as we talked about five point spread tonight. Wow. Uh, over to the Clippers and the Mavericks, which is really interesting to me. 2-2 two, two right now, uh, Tony, and uh, a lot of people are saying, obviously, uh, now it's the best of three, and they, they like the Clippers because they got the two home games, and I understand that, but Dallas just did go to L.A. and take the first two. So uh, staring at the numbers right now, Clippers are minus 385 on the series versus the Dallas Mavericks, plus 285, best of three. I know you can't take the Clippers at that number, but is it worth a little bit to sprinkle in the Dallas Mavericks or plus 285 to win this series? You know, Dallas has a really good team. And I don't know what happened after their first two games because I was actually shocked. I, I wasn't shocked that they won game one, but I was shocked that they won game two. And, you know, everything started pointing in the direction of, you remember last year was, oh, Doc Rivers didn't get that team to play. Well, guess what? Now Doc Rivers isn't there, and they still lost the first two games of the season or of the series, and it didn't look like the same Clippers team. So, uh, you know, they came back in the last two games. A lot of this with Dallas is going to have to do with Porzingis. It really does. It, you know, he didn't play as well as he did in the first two games. So uh, he, they need him to be 100%. They need him to be that cog that does everything off the court as that stretch player for them because he's a difference maker. Uh, without him, I don't think they have a chance. I mean, Luke is going to get his. We know that. But I'll tell you what, the Clippers, for my money, I, I really like them in the West. I, I, I don't think they'll go to the finals, but I don't see how with, with Kawhi and PG-13. and you, you, you got Beverly. You got so many players on that team. I, I don't see how they don't they, they don't get past the uh, Dallas Mavericks. All right, Ticatillo23 is where you can find him on socials. He is our fantasy guru, our fantasy go-to here. Uh, every day on a daily ticket around 350-ish, you hear a little vignettes from Tony. Uh, he's representing the folks over at Wind Daily Sports. I saw you bright and early on Saturday and Sunday, yeah, Tony, bro. talking all things fantasy. What the hell are you talking about over the weekend? Yo, man, Saturday and Sunday is 9 a.m., man. You get your coffee. You have, you know, I'm up at 7.30. Doing a little research, getting lines together, man. That, that, listen, I'm older now, Sean. When you're older now, that's, you're up early, bed. You're, you're up mm-hmm. early, you go to bed early. There's like there's no more, there's no more up late, go to bed 
early go to bed early. So uh, I, I'm loving it, man. We're just talking little MLB, and then we're getting ready for football, man. We're, we're, we're doing those pre-football rankings, a lot of interesting storylines in, in fantasy football coming about. So, uh, you know, it's all about where's Aaron Rodgers going to be, where's Deshaun Watson going to be. A lot, of, a lot of good storylines, and Julio Jones as well. A lot of good content coming out of Win Daily Sports. That's W-I-N Daily Sports. And, of course, Jigsaw doing some big things with them over the weekend. Of course, our own John Jansen as well. Great stuff happening over at Win Daily Sports. Well, Tony, from uh, the good to even worse. And, and it's interesting, just quickly on this, let's end on the Phillies. Switch gears, get on over to Major League, over MLB. Phillies are 25-29. and 29. That's third place in the NL East. Right behind, and I, I get it. The Mets are twenty six and twenty, so a couple games in hand there. Uh, the Phillies are five games out of first place. It's still June. It's June one, but you know I see things like Joe Girardi talking about how time is running out. Um, you know, the, one of the things I liked about Gabe Kapler and his approach was how he handled the media and how he never, ever, ever, ever put the pressure on his players or anything along those lines. I kind of like that approach. Joe Girardi is not that way, that's for sure. Your thoughts on how this is playing out right now for Joe Girardi and the Phillies. Losers are 12 out of their last 17, and I got I got the manager talking about how time is running out on this team. Granted, it might be truthful, but I don't know if he needs to be saying that right now on June 1. What's your read? Well, you know, he's an old-school manager, right? He's trying to... You know, not not certainly scare the troops, but he's trying to rally the troops, True. right? And, and it doesn't always work, right? It doesn't always work. But here's the scary thing about the Phillies. Not, it, it, when you look at this team, it hasn't changed much over the past couple of years. It, it, you're essentially, your core players are exactly the same. You know, so you look at it, your pitching staff is almost exactly the same. So when you look at it, you say, what gives here? What can they do? What, what you know... You may have to start asking yourself the question from a Dave Dombrowski standpoint to say, do I start to tinker and trade some of these big pieces? And by that, I mean a guy like Aaron Nola. I know nobody wants to hear this, right? But, but you have to think about baseball as a business, and you have to look at Zach Wheeler, who's, who's been an absolute stud as an ace, and you look at a really friendly contract, and Aaron Nola – who, who else on this team can get you any kind of pieces? You have no farm system, you have no bench, and you have no future. So somewhere something has to give it. This team, as presently constructed, cannot win baseball games. You're going to have to do something extreme, and that could be trained like a guy like Aaron Ola. Wow. Yeah, I didn't think we'd be having that conversation. But again, look, to me, it's all about getting to the playoffs some way, somehow. I know that bar is low, but it needs to happen. This drought needs to come to an end. This franchise is too, too uh, like better yeah. than what that, that that number has shown us over the last nine seasons or whatever it has been since There's a lot of money, Sean. There's a lot of money invested in this team. Right. So eventually, right, eventually something's going to have to give eventually. Well, Jigsaw, Ticatillo23 is where we can find you on socials. Always good to connect with you on a Tuesday, setting us right. Uh, look forward to hearing your fantasy vignettes the rest of this week. Hopefully you had a great weekend, sir. Uh, we will continue to follow you and uh, watch you on Win Daily on the weekends, but uh, appreciate it as always. My friend, we'll catch up down the road. 
KYW News Radio and Deborah Heart and Lung Center examine COVID's impact on the lungs and how Deborah's new post-COVID recovery program is helping patients. Here's Rasa K. Dr. Andrew Martin says shortness of breath with exercise is the main complaint he hears at Deborah's new post-COVID recovery program. There's a lot of things that can cause shortness of breath, and a lot of them don't have anything to do with the lungs. And a lot of us who were never infected got out of shape during the pandemic. Dr. Martin has to separate huffing and puffing that's just deconditioning from disease. Particularly this tendency to form blood clots. So if somebody has something that doesn't look right, traditional lung function tests measure mechanics. They measure airflow. They measure how stiff your lungs are, but they can miss blood clots. So if somebody has a reason to look into that, sometimes we have to say, well, maybe you did have a blood clot. Learn more at DeborahHealthReport.com. New Jersey's only heart, lung, and vascular specialty hospital, Deborah Heart and Lung Center. When it's your heart, demand Deborah.